2: Welcome back to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellisai. Today's episode is brought to you by Wink. I'm in the studio, as always, with my producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hi,
1: Matt. Shut up! You got it! We
2: have so much good stuff on today's show, and I'm about to tell you about it. We got worse things first, the most fucked up news of the week. After that, we got a little deep dive for you. Back to school edition, because it's after Labor Day. So all the disgusting, barely post-pubescent college kids are gonna come slithering out of their parents' dens back to school to live with one another in filth and sin. So we're diving deep into the worst kinds of roommates from college and beyond. And then finally, we have an interview and a new rendition of Which is Worst with the hilarious, brilliant Ziwe Fumudo. She's a writer on The Rundown with Robin Thede on BET. And you probably already follow her on Twitter, especially if you're one of the people who still laugh while scrolling through your timeline instead of throwing it violently against the wall because that's what I do, and I've gone through like three phones this week. So let's get into it, let's do it, let's get on with the show. No surprise here. We're gonna start off with worst things first, the most fucked up news of the week. First up, Elon Musk, who uh, I imagine if E.T. were a human being, It would look like Elon Musk. <laughs> anyway, he's the CEO of Tesla. Have you ever ridden in a Tesla? Because I have once. Elon Musk, CEO of Tesla and w- Rich Weirdo, is predicting World War Three on Twitter. And it's not North Korea who's going to do it. It's the robots. Probably the Russian robots. Because I guess Vladimir Putin, the saggy-titted... <laughs> dictator of russia (laughs) let's be real those things are swinging (laughs) anyway he gave a speech at a college in russia and said whichever country leads the way in artificial intelligence will come to dominate global affairs and then elon musk was like here we go because he thinks that all the countries are going to compete to see who can make the smartest robots and then the robots are going to rise up and kill us all It's actually super terrifying. That's really scary. Yeah. Wally's coming while we're all floating around in our fat scooters in space. Next, Kate Middleton and her middle-aged balding husband, (laughs) Bill the Prince, are expecting a third child. And I'm already fucking sick of it. I don't give a shit about the royal family. I really don't. The only royal who I care about is the one... With a ginger bush on face and pubis. (laughs) Harry. Harry. Harry Windsor. And any royal that Lord sings about. That's who I care about. A third baby means Prince Harry gets knocked down a peg in the line of succession. Which means now we have like four people to kill if I'm going to marry him and become a prince. Princess. Well, five if you include the girl from Suits who he's dating. Next! Sworn enemy of this show, Ed Sheeran, because the world can only have one weird-looking ginger. And I'm here. And I'm not fucking going anywhere, Edward. He apparently built a pub that's attached to his house, but it's only open when he's in town, and it's only for his friends. And his friends were like, we thought he was just going to open a bar and we'd all get to go there whenever we wanted, but no, we can only go when he's here. So basically, Ed Sheeran opened... A basement <laughs> i don't understand why there's a full fucking article about ed sheeran opening a pub it's not a fucking pub if it's only open when he's there ed sheeran opened another room in his house also is he charging his friends this just <laughs> sounds like a shitty friend i don't think so i just don't understand why this article is saying that he uh, he opened a pub when it's like not a pub anyway, shut up, Ed Sheeran. Go steal another song from TLC. Next up, Australia, home of some of the hottest people and also scariest monsters in the world, is having a mail-in survey uh, for same-sex marriage, because that's how all policy should be decided, is just fill out This mail-in form letting us know if we should discriminate against people. We'll mail it right to your house, and then you just fill in a bubble, and then mail it back to us. Apparently the survey that they're sending out doesn't actually have any impact on law. It's just like a survey to get a sense of where everybody stands. And if a majority of people support same-sex marriage, then they might introduce a bill to make it legal. Or vice versa. The other thing that I laughed about from Australia this week, not that I'm laughing over everybody campaigning against same-sex marriage, but there's the cartoon called Peppa the Pig. Peppa, spelled P-E-P-P-A. They have an episode about uh, how spiders are friendly and nice. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit propaganda from the pro spider group. But Australian TV banned the episode because they were like, no, you don't fuck with spiders in Australia because you'll die. (laughs) 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 They were like, we cannot teach children that spiders are nice. Australia, there are spiders that are like bigger than babies there, which is fucked. Anyway, finally, the worst news of the week. Mario from Mario Brothers is Apparently, no longer a plumber because he's too good. Just because he he defeated Bowser and saved Princess Peach, thinks he's he can do whatever he wants now, and he forgets his blue collar roots and decides he's not a plumber anymore.
1: Jesus rose up, and he's still a goddamn carpenter.
2: <laughs> Jesus is up in heaven, fucking building log cabins, and Mario thinks he's too good. According to the maker of Mario, his his last name is Mario. <laughs> it's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Anyway, um, fuck you, Mario. And that's worst things first, the most fucked up news of the week. Next up, we got a deep dive for you. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Ugh, roommates. Can't live with them end of sentence. Every day I thank baby Jesus that I don't have a roommate any longer. The last roommate I had was very nice and I loved her. I was the bad roommate. So all of these reasons why roommates are terrible are just a reflection of who I am as a person because I was all of these things. Um, But yes, I have had roommates in the past. I've heard the stories So let's get into the worst types of roommates. One, when I was in college, it was my senior year, I lived in a dorm because I was a loser and I lived in a dorm all four years. But I lived in one of those like apartment style dorms where everybody had their own room, but you shared like a suite and it had like a whole kitchen and a living room. And I live next door to my former best friend because we had a friend breakup. And it was my birthday and we had cake and I put it in the fridge. And then the next day there was a giant chunk of my birthday cake missing. And I know that it was my former best friend and his girlfriend and they fucking ate part of my cake. And I was so mad. I'm pretty sure that's what happened.
1: Is that why you guys broke up?
2: <laughs> no, we were already broken up, but it Ooh, solidified living it. and next to each other? Yeah, it was super awkward. It was totally my fault. <laughs> you can read about this in my book, but yeah, it was totally my fault. Next, the roommate who fucks up your Netflix suggestions. Get your own Netflix profile. They make it easy. You just create the little smiley guy next to the other smiley guy. And then you don't have to fuck up all my suggestions. I don't want to watch your fucking goat crime shows where the like mystery talking goat solves murders.
1: I would watch that.
2: (laughs) I probably would too. (laughs) (laughs) The roommate who makes you feel bad for not doing anything all day. It is my right as an American citizen to sit in my own filth for hours at a time Just sinking into the same spot, into the same hole. Sweat pooling underneath my body. Just granola crumbs underneath my breasts. Marinara sauce pooling under my buttocks. I, yeah, I absolutely on weekends would just sit in my room and and fester and would always feel bad because my roommate did not do that, and she would go out into the world and be a human being. Next! The roommate who always brings randos over, so you have to sit in your room and you can't leave. You can't, you have to guard your jewels and your, your preciouses. You can't leave your bedroom to gather twigs and berries from the kitchen or to pee in the bathroom, so you have to just sit and camp out in your bedroom and eat your bedsheets and pee in a cereal bowl until they leave and that you carry out your bowls of shame. That was me. The roommate who always leaves bottles in the little bottle graveyard in the corner of the bathroom. Fuck you. Let's see, that roommate who scream fucks a different vagabond every night. The worst is when you hear the like, stirring the macaroni and cheese sound. Uh, there's the roommate who secretly eats all of your food and uses your products. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I didn't buy these cheddar Cheez-Its for you. I bought them so I could drag them into my bedroom at three in the morning and swallow them without chewing. Anyway, those are the absolute worst roommate stories slash roommates. I hope you can all grow up to be an adult like me who lives only with your own shame and hairy dust babies. (sighs) May God have mercy on all of our souls. Next up, we got an interview and a fun game with comedian and writer Ziwe Fumudo right after this commercial break. I'd like to propose a toast to Wank. That's Wink with a C, the world's first and only personalized wine club. Wine clubs are objectively the best kind of club. What do you want? A fruit of the month club where the fruit isn't even juiced and fermented? No, thank you. With a wine club, you can just sit on your couch and have wine mailed to your door every month. Yes, please. Mm. I love Wink, I'm a proud subscriber. I get my box of wine every single month and I don't even have to put pants on. Plus, the brilliant people at Wink made me my very own chuggable red wine, the red wine of my dreams. I had my very own wine with Wink called To Be Honest, so you know they have good taste. It was a red blend that was perfect if you like drinking an entire bottle of wine in under five minutes in front of a camera alone in your apartment like I do, and it's not depressing. But maybe, to be honest, wouldn't be your style. Maybe you're not even sure what your wine style is. Don't worry. You can take Wink's Palette Profile Quiz, and they'll recommend distinct, interesting wines customized to your palate. Plus, did you know you could join for free? You can skip any month and cancel any time. And right now, Wink is offering listeners $20 off your first order when you go to trywink.com unhappy. They'll even cover the cost of shipping. That's trywink, spelled T-R-Y-W-I-N-C, dot com slash unhappy. You'll get $20 off your first order now, plus complimentary shipping. So trywink.com slash unhappy. Cheers. Our guest today is comedian and hilarious Twitter person Ziwe Fumudo.
1: Hi, yes, that is me. You said my last name correctly.
2: Nice. Props. It's phonetic. Right, it should be easy. It
1: should be easy, <laughs> but you'd be surprised.
2: You have written and made a bunch of funny stuff for The Onion, Reductress, Above Average, which is home to your amazing series, Baited, oh, thank with you. Oh, thank you, my um, child,
1: my firstborn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome welcome to Unhappy Hour.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be drunk with you guys.
2: Yeah, thanks <laughs> Thanks for coming. So I was going to say, that before we get to anything, we went to school together. We
1: did, Northwestern University.
2: And yeah, I, I had no idea until we reached out out and you tell Barry, our producer.
1: Yeah, I dropped a hint. I was like, by the way, he knows me, and he'll claim that he doesn't. So, you know.
2: It's true. It's true. <laughs> um, so, your show on Above Average, yeah. baited with seaweed. Oh, my
1: God. I love it. It's my child.
2: I also love it. Thank um, you. It's, so, you have a, a white co-worker yes, every, I, every episode yeah. who you basically just make super uncomfortable. Exactly. And try to bait them into saying something racist. Racist. <laughs> yeah. Or awkward are uncomfortable it's
1: amazing it's really fun to race bait people because I do it in real life so you might as well have a camera in front of me why
2: not I just love I think my favorite part is that everybody is just immediately uncomfortable oh, before yeah. you even say anything because they
1: know all, who I am as a person <laughs> and then I'm literally plotting here with like black paint like you should put this on Jackie Jennings why not
2: right yeah people can't tell but I'm white I am oh, a yeah. white man mm-hmm. Um, very white yeah like my skin is can be see through. You're
1: from uh, the Midwest. Chicago, yeah. yeah, exactly. When I
2: was a kid, my skin was like red constantly. Really?
1: Were you born with blonde hair?
2: Red, like oh wow, like very red hair. Wow. I had a I had a ginger mullet. Did you really? As a child? Oh
1: my gosh, that's adorable. I'm I would terrified. I
2: would bring up a picture, but if this is a podcast. I
1: I want you should attach it to the cover art. That'd be amazing.
2: We will. We will. You tweeted that you wanted Twitter to run your love life.
1: Oh yeah oh my god and thank you for asking
2: was that real? yes
1: it's real I'm currently dating someone as a result of this that's
2: what I was gonna ask
1: yeah he's my boyfriend but he's not my boyfriend oh, but there I were air quotes there yeah, that
2: I, yeah. I want you to explain
1: um, why is he not my boyfriend? oh because he said he's he's not but why do I call him <laughs> my boyfriend? because he's a doctor so that's so why. you've never <laughs>
2: met this person I know
1: we we date now we like yeah we um that's Nigerian for fornicate <laughs> I just did it a in single. real life,
2: <laughs> like in person. Yeah,
1: we did. Yeah. So basically a year ago, I was really bored and I was dating this French dude. Um, who was lovely, but he he was racist. Um, that's a different story. Anyway, so we grew out of love. <laughs> um, but I decided to let Twitter take advantage of my love life and, like, and I'd ask these questions like, should I go out tonight? Mm-hmm. Should I wear makeup? Should I shoot my shot? Blah, blah, blah. And so over the last year, they've been directing me on my love life. And so now, and so one of the questions is, if my DMs are open, and so it's, if you have the best pickup line, I'll go out on a date with you. So mm-hmm. Twitter picks this guy. His pickup line was horrible. It was something along the lines of, um, what do polar bears do? They break the ice. Something, I don't get the joke. It's not funny. It doesn't land. No, Let's just say not. that he's not a comedian. But he is a neurologist. So I was like, okay, I'll date you. Like, why not? Like a free yeah. dinner? Sure. But I actually like the guy. Okay. Yeah. So we've been dating for a little bit. He's so. moving.
2: To, to Los
1: Angeles. Oh. He's moving across the country to get away from the fact that I call him my boyfriend.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, a success story?
1: Um, It's just like a life story. I want to be like Carrie Bradshaw. Like, I'm right. just going to detail my love life until I end up dead in the Hudson. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, whatever. It's entertaining. Until,
2: yeah, you settle for Mr. Big. and.
1: Oh, I have a Mr. Big in my life for sure. Oh. Yeah, he's horrible. We're cool, though.
2: So, this is not the neurologist. No,
1: no, no, this is another man.
2: okay. yeah. who is he?
1: Oh, uh, what what will we call him? We'll call him mr. Mr. Bug. <laughs> okay. He's just a guy. yeah, you know mr. men medium. come in and out of your life and they try to ruin things. Yeah, true. yeah, true. yeah.
2: that's why I shut my soul to everybody. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Are you in love and happy or you're you're alone and sad? Are you alone and happy?
2: I'm alone and happy. Good. I'm alone and pretending to be happy.
1: Yeah. Hey, I I was single. I like like I stopped having sex after Barack Obama left office. Right. I just didn't want to fuck in Trump's America. And and so I've recently gotten back into the dating world. So I like being single.
2: That's good. Yeah. You
1: can focus. You do more work. Like I'm more productive.
2: All right. Next up, we have just a bunch of rapid fire. Oh sure. Your least favorite things. Okay. Worst food.
1: Worst food. Oh oh no. I don't want to say an ethnic food. I will say uh, fruits and
2: vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) Just as a category. Okay, you can't disagree with that. <laughs> yeah, I hate vegetables. I love salt. Like cauliflower is my least favorite. Oh
1: my god, cauliflower it's is disgusting. Tasteless. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait. So this guy on Twitter slid into my. So I, I tweeted about my love life, mm-hmm. and he, this guy was like, "I am also a doctor. Do you want to date me?" And I was like, "No, thank you, sir," because he was a doctor in philosophy. Like that doesn't oh, count. Yeah, Sorry. No. PhD. Don't no, care. Not a doctor. Anyway, but. He did. Then he was like, "Do you like cauliflower? I'll take you out to lunch, son." I would never. (laughs) What kind (laughs) of pickup line is that? Yeah, like it's a no for me, dog. In the words of Randy Jackson. Yeah. Also,
2: like cauliflower is the food that they compare genital growths to.
1: Ew. Oh, because it. Oh, like herpes. Well, we don't want a sex shame here. (laughs) Everyone's (laughs) entitled to their STDs, but I don't have any.
2: That's true. (laughs) I'm not but gonna ask shame but I don't want yeah, to shame it's bad cauliflower shame. Yeah,
1: wait, can I t- can I pull up like the red flags that he sent me? I do want to see that. Okay. This. There, there are some red flags because I like reject him and then I stop responding as any woman would and mm-hmm. then he starts getting really, really fresh and he says his last quote is so like look at all this white text and then look at all that blue text, nothing. But the, his last quote is I'll never feel threatened that you're funnier and better looking than me.
2: Okay, basic requirement. Yeah,
1: but like if you're saying that like before we even date like you know this is coming up for the rest of a relationship. <laughs> yeah, that
2: means you will absolutely be threatened. Yeah,
1: and it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Um, um, so that's me dating. Anyway, don't like fruits or vegetables. <laughs> I prefer salty meals.
2: Good. Yeah. Uh, worst white actress.
1: Worst white actress? <gasps> nah, man. I can't hate on anyone. Can I say like a reality star? Sure. Like Heidi Montag.
2: Sure. Yeah. She's she thinks she's an actress.
1: Yeah, exactly. She she's not very good, but I th- I like that brand. Like I like that she loves crystals. I think that's funny, but yeah. Right. She's, she can't act.
2: Yeah, I'm not about I'm not about people who are really into crystals. Even yeah. though I did say earlier that I won't make fun of what people like. Yeah. Crystals.
1: Oh, they're pretty fucking stupid. Or my- They are <laughs> stupid. I'm sorry. I was raised by Nigerian immigrants. If I said I had crystals, they'd be like, what are those expensive rocks and can you return them?
2: <laughs> Worst breed of dog.
1: Worst breed of dog. Oh, anything small and yippy. Yeah, I like like a dog that'll st- defend you to his death. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: I grew up with small dogs. Oh, really? Right. Also, I'm gay, and we're, like, predisposed to, like, small dogs. Oh, really? My family always had small dogs. We had a Yorkie named Molly. My dad one night fell asleep on the couch, and the dog was sleeping next to him, and in the morning, he woke up, and we couldn't find the dog anywhere. What the heck? And we looked everywhere, and, like, and a half an hour had passed, and my mom was, like, bawling. (laughs) And we heard something come from the couch. What the heck? <laughs> and she pressed down on like the middle cushion and the dog's head popped out. <laughs> she has smushed. He she got, got squished. Oh couch. no. I should explain our couch was like the way that it was constructed yeah. it was a three seater uh-huh. but the middle the back of the middle seat mm-hmm. like folded down oh. and the, the back of it was like a table. Oh yeah,
1: I got exactly. So what you could said. put like your yes. drinks in yeah, it yeah, while yeah, you're watching a spieler. movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: it. so like that part of the couch the the under part of it was like hollow. Yeah. So the dog just got squished into oh, like my the gosh! hollow part. And he was just chilling so all they day? yeah. She was fine but also like was inside of the couch. Did she pee in the no. couch?
1: Wow, good dog. Good dog.
2: Cuz my mom instilled the fear Of doggy God on her. Oh my gosh. Worst alcohol is our final one.
1: Worst alcohol? Tequila makes me act like a flaming lunatic.
2: Like, I am like... Do you find that different alcohols make you feel different things?
1: Yes, with tequila. Tequila, I go full lesbian. Like, I'm literally (laughs) like, every girl, I'm like, you're so pretty. (laughs) Like, would you like to touch boobs? Like, it's a problem.
2: (laughs) I always say that I feel like my least favorite alcohol is informed by my college experience oh. of smelling other people's vomit Ew. not my own because the only times that I've thrown up from drinking have been from Long Island iced teas Wow, which is just like its own flavor because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything what? but like I remember in college <laughs> yeah. I smelled gin Yeah. like coming up yeah so, I ha- I was like, I can't. Oh, yeah, it just gross. like
1: just smells gross. Yeah, yeah, it's just
2: disgusting. But It alcohol? smells like a Christmas tree that someone diarrheaed.
1: That's gross. It's true.
2: <laughs> um, our next and final section. Oh, perfect. We have a segment called Which is Worst. Which is worst? And we're going to give you two scenarios mm. and you have to pick which one is the worst. Oh, easy.
1: I'm ready. Are you ready? Yes, I am so ready.
2: <laughs> okay, Which is Worst? See. Making sensual love to a clown while he's in full clown makeup. Ew. Or licking one of Donald Trump's feet from the very back of his heel to the very tip of his biggest toe.
1: Which is worse, Donald Trump. This is a man who... You would
2: fuck a clown.
1: I would fuck... I would do dirty (laughs) things to a clown. I would do unspeakable (laughs) things to a clown if it meant I didn't have to lick Donald Trump's feet. Hello? This is a man... To be
2: fair, his feet rarely touch the ground
1: to be fair this man is afraid of walking down the stairs exactly i'm saying that his feet are probably cursed just think about it <laughs> That's true. it doesn't wanna, add up you kids. don't want to
2: pick up a foot exactly curse. no
1: i'm ivanka will, will do it for me i don't need to worry she oh will. is the ivanka joke too hard for you people <laughs> oh sorry are we protecting the blonde white woman excuse me
2: yep we she, got there she's you baited me eventually oh, i did
1: you know but b- ivanka is complicit though
2: she is. She is. She's had his foot in her mouth.
1: Ew. <laughs> the uh, thing is, we can make these jokes because he literally will say that he wants to fuck his daughter. Yeah. Like, if we, if he didn't say that, it would be inappropriate. But right. he says this stuff. Right,
2: right. Yeah. yeah. Now everyone pretends, like, suddenly he's president and he didn't say literally everything he said on Howard Stern. Yeah. We talked about like, wanting to that? fuck his own daughter. If my
1: father said that about me, I would um move countries. I would... Excommunicate myself from the church, like there would be lots of processes to separate myself. Right. Yeah. No. Or you could
2: go work for him in the White House. Ugh,
1: as an advisor that doesn't get paid. Ugh, Mm -hmm. with Jared Kushner, the man with no lips. He looks like a Madame Tussauds figure.
2: Uh, Okay, which (laughs) is worst? Dating a white guy whose Tinder profile is him holding a fish, or dating a white guy whose Tinder profile is him hugging a group of African children?
1: Oh gosh.
2: Which is worst?
1: Uh okay, I use Tinder to get free f- stuff. Exclusively, like I'm not looking for a husband. On what that. kind of like food? Food, presents, you know, whatever. Free shoes, free. Do you clothes. have an
2: Amazon wish list that you send? I
1: don't have it. No, baby, it's Bloomingdale's. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so a wedding registry yeah, exactly. for one. Exactly. So it would for for in terms of white guilt, it would be the man hugging the black Africans.
2: That's worse.
1: Def, no, it's oh, it's better. So the fish is so worse. So the
2: fish is worse. Because the
1: fish guy is always gonna be like, "Hey, I see the joke you made. I disagree." You know, the yeah. guy who's hugging. Black kids is like I don't think I'm a racist, but I will say something racist, and you can can just politely take his Amex, <laughs> and walk away. I'm just kidding, yeah, the guys. Guy I'm with not. The ing- fish yeah, doesn't have an Amex. Yeah, he doesn't exactly. The kid. Let's be honest. He has a Sam's Club card <laughs> at best.
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't want anybody who has too much time on their hands to Mm-mm. think.
1: No, I also I'm not like an outdoorsy chick. Like Same. if if my future husband wants me to be for, and he's very successful, sure I'll become that, but. Uh, no, I'm not.
2: Uh, which is worst, mm-hmm. getting punched in the face by Oprah, mm-hmm. or getting kicked in the uterus by Beyonce?
1: Oh my gosh, I would take both of those willingly. As yeah. I would too,
2: but which is worse?
1: Which is worse? Worst. I can't even think of that. Because I would love to be I met Oprah at this
2: at the what? Oh
1: at like the Henrietta Locks um premiere. I like scammed myself, you know, <laughs> I scammed into it. It was great. It was great. The I Secret
2: Service, they don't even work for Oprah, but they're gonna come yeah. retroactively. Yeah, yeah. Do something, kid. Kick you in the uterus. Oh
1: my god, I'd hate that. Uh
2: where else can people find your work? So oh they my can follow you on Twitter. Follow
1: me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Z-Y-Z-I-W-E, on Instagram at Z-I-W-E-E. F, I'm currently fighting for the handle. I've been blocked by the person who has it.
2: (laughs) True story. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. For coming through. It's a
1: pleasure. I'm drunk.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 All right. We're almost at the end of the show. It's time for our chasers. The good things that we drink to make the bad things go down easier. Barry, what's your chaser?
1: My chaser this week. You know what? I'm going to keep it simple. Yeah? I'm going to shout out chocolate chip cookies.
2: Ugh, love a good choco chip. You
1: know, I try to come up with all these different chasers that speak to different parts of our culture.
2: Chocolate chip is a very important part of our culture. It, it represents is. a lot of good things. Yeah. Namely, copious amounts of sugar. And butter. Mm.
1: And chocolate.
2: What's your chaser this week? My chaser is Do you know what twinks are?
1: I do, but for... For the
2: unaware, a twink in in gay culture is skinny, kind of muscly, but not really like scrawny dudes, basically. And I realized this week that I crush on a lot of twinky guys. (laughs) I watched Kingsman... Anyway, the guy in that is really hot. His name's Taryn. Taryn I- Egerton, which is not a real name. He's not, he's a little too thick to be a twink, I think. But he has twinkish features. Then I saw Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man. I think I was the last person to see it in the theater. And the new Spider-Man is a twink and I love him. And then I recently remember that I love Shawn Mendes, who is like the definition of a twink. If you don't know what a twink is yet, Shawn Mendes is a twink. I realize that Shawn Mendes is probably the youngest musician I'll ever care about. Like, from now on. I don't think my my brain has the capacity to know anything younger than Shawn Mendes from now on. So, R.I.P. Anybody born after 1998. And that is it. Thanks for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get this show. Hit subscribe. Then rate us. Leave us a favorable review. It really does help. It gets us up there in the iTunes charts, which is always good. If you don't know how to leave a review, just go to reviews on Apple Podcasts, and then it says, write a review. And then you click that, and then you write something nice, like Matt has beautiful breasts and a supple bump. You can also find us on Spotify and Stitcher and all the places where podcasts are. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Media. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Jenna Weiss-Berman, Josh Gwynn, and me, Matt Bellisai. Special thanks to Max Linsky, Emily Becker, and Jess Hackle, and this week's sponsor, Wink. Music by Hansdale Sue. You can find me on all the social medias at Matt Bellisai. You can pre-order my book, Everything is Awful, and other observations on everythingisawfulbook.com. It's episode 10. Next week, we're going to take the week off, and we'll be back the following week with a very special episode. So we'll see you in a couple weeks. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. A bye bye Dun-da-da-da. Here we go. Let's do it. Welcome back to Unhappy Hour. (laughs) (laughs) Unhappy Hour. Announcing a rodeo.